Welcome back to the Vocal Empowerment Podcast. I'm so excited that you're here with me. Today I'm going to be sharing a story about a recent time where I listened to my intuition and it didn't make any sense logically at all, but it ended up working out. So if you're new to the podcast, and I kind of have an intuitive feeling that some of you listening have never heard this podcast before, so welcome. My name is Gracie. I am a holistic vocal coach a conscious pop artist, and a spiritual healer living in Nashville, Tennessee. And my entire mission is to teach people how to listen to their inner voice and express their outer voice. So a big piece of my work is teaching people how to listen to their intuition, and I'm very, very connected to mine. So I want to share this story with you guys about a recent time when I listened to my intuition, and it didn't make any logical sense at all, but it totally worked out. So my boyfriend is a motorcycle racer and we will often go out of town for his races. And he just recently had a race in Pensacola in Florida. And so I'm going to tell you two stories. The first one I'm going to tell you is the not as great story. (laughs) It's a little bit scarier, a not good intuitive feeling. And then I'm going to tell you the story about the good intuitive feeling. So the first one, while we were out of town in Pensacola, There was a day where I was feeling just super ungrounded the whole day. No matter what I did to try and get grounded, I felt off. And I have a morning routine where I ground and I connect to myself and I do yoga and I meditate and I journal and I get intuitive messages, often sitting by water, which was really beautiful because when we were in Florida, I got to sit by the ocean every day and meditate and journal. But despite doing all of those things, I still felt so ungrounded and off. And when I really connected to my intuition, I knew that that night at his motorcycle race, something wasn't going to go well. And I also had an intuitive feeling that was like, I should return my rental car because we drove down in my boyfriend's truck. And so he goes to his motorcycle races all day and there are these really long events. And I just, I just come to the main event. So there's like a practice um, and then there's a heat race and a main event. And I usually just watch the heat race and the main event. Um, Because these are like, you know, seven or eight hour races. So I just come for like the last four hours or so. So anyways, I just had this feeling that the race wasn't going to go that well. So I get there and my boyfriend was telling me that he wasn't feeling great about the track. It felt really slick and, you know, not smooth and not like a great track to race on. And he was debating leaving and he said, you know, it's probably going to rain tonight. I kind of feel like we should just go, but I don't know. And I was like, okay, listen to your intuition. So he did his heat race and he didn't feel great about it after. And he was like, I think we should go. And I was like, okay, is that your intuition? And I kind of knew like my intuition was telling us that we should leave. I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. I just feel like it's not good. I'm just kind of feeling like, you know, either it's going to rain and this race is going to get really delayed and we're going to be here until like 3 or 4 a.m. or somebody's going to get severely injured or both. And my boyfriend was kind of feeling the same way. And so after a while he was like, yeah, let's leave. And, you know, he really listened to my intuition and my intuitive feeling about it. And he was like, is that just anxiety that you're feeling or is it your intuition? And I was like, no, it's definitely my intuition. But I was feeling super anxious 
and un- well, I wouldn't say anxious. It's different than a normal anxiety, but I was feeling really ungrounded that day too. And I'm going to tell you why after this story. So, <laughs> um, we ended up leaving the race and the next morning, first of all, um, the other thing that I was feeling ungrounded about was there was a tornado in Nashville where we live. Luckily we were out of town for it, but I knew that there would be a tornado. I just felt it intuitively. I saw that there was going to be some severe weather and I just knew there would be another tornado. Um, and my spirit guides have actually communicated with me that I will never be in Nashville when there's tornadoes and I will never be in another tornado. So even if there is a tornado, it's not going to come to my house. Um, so I was feeling just ungrounded about that. But the crazy thing is my gut feeling about the night before was right because I checked in with his friend who was at the race the night before and I I asked him, you know, is there going to be a race today? Um, because I was debating returning my rental car because um, we were like, you know, if it rains the next day, we're not going to go to the race. And my intuition told me to return it and I didn't listen to that. And anyway, I'm going to get to that later. I'm jumping the gun. Anyway, the friend texted me and said, I'm leaving the hospital. And he told us that in the race that Alex, my boyfriend, was supposed to be in that night, there was a six bike pileup and they all went to the hospital. So everybody was injured. And had we stayed, my boyfriend would have been in that wreck. That to me is just insane that my intuition told me this and I just had such a bad gut feeling about us staying at this race. His friend also told us that they ended up staying there until 2 a.m. with all of the delays with the rain. And then, you know, that that crash happened. Um, I don't know exactly what time it happened, but I'm assuming it was like around 2 a.m. So all that being said, you guys, my intuition told me. Now, my intuition also told me to return the rental car. (laughs) Um, And I didn't listen to it because I got the rental car at 2 p.m., on I think it was I don't remember what day but anyway I was supposed to return it Sunday at 2 p.m and they were like well if you end up not needing it Saturday night you can return it Saturday at 2 p.m and I kind of had this gut feeling that was like you should return the rental car Saturday but then I was like no that's dumb I'm not gonna do that because Alex has his race tonight for Saturday night and I'm gonna need it well it turns out I didn't need it because he got to the race and they had started the race earlier which they didn't tell him, but they started it earlier to avoid a rain delay like the night before where everybody, you know, got in that crash and he missed it. So my intuition was right about that too. It's just crazy. The things that happened on this trip, I swear to you guys, my intuition is so much better when I'm by the beach, which is why I'm so determined to have a beach house. Now, I still want to live in Nashville for those of you that are listening and are my clients and friends. I want to live in Nashville too, but I also want to live at the beach and I totally think that I can do it. If I can have a place in Nashville where I can do my music and do my work and then a place at the beach to go to for a little retreat to get away from the crazy hustle and bustle of the city and just meditate by the ocean, that is totally the dream. So anyways, my intuition is always stronger when I am by the ocean specifically, but I also live by the lake here in Nashville, which is great. I go there regularly to meditate and just connect to my intuition. 
So those were the kind of bad things that I was feeling intuitively. Not necessarily bad because I don't like to label things good or bad because it all just is, right? It all just exists. But I did feel intuitively that something not so great would happen that night at the motorcycle race. And I'm so, so grateful that I have a partner who trusts my intuition and also trusts his intuition because his intuition was telling him to leave also. So I'm really glad we left. Otherwise, things could have been totally different. Um, He could have ended up in the hospital, which would have led to so much anxiety for me. And by the way, his friend is okay now. Um, He didn't have any broken bones or any internal bleeding or anything like that. I don't know about the other guys that were in the wreck, but I do know that his friend is okay. So I'm grateful for that. I also kind of wish that I would have listened to my intuition and just returned that dang rental car because it would have saved me like 80 bucks. But whatever, you know, we do what we can. (laughs) Hopefully that 80 bucks will come back to me in some way or another. All right, so now I want to tell you the other story about me listening to my intuition. And this happened on the drive home. So when we're driving home from Pensacola, there's a section where... From Pensacola to Nashville, you drive through like the country in Alabama. And as we were driving, I just had this gut feeling that was like, there's going to be an antique store that you have to stop at. And you guys, I will tell you right now, I am not an antique girly. Okay, like I don't really ever want to go thrift shopping. Like I'm not the kind of person that goes to thrift stores for fun. Maybe for furniture, like I buy, you know, used antique furniture, but I'm not the kind of person that will just like go to antique stores for fun. Like this is not something that I ever would have suggested to Alex that we do for fun. (laughs) He even said this. He was like, I'm shocked that you said this. And I was like, I just have this really strong gut feeling, like this really strong intuitive feeling that number one, there's going to be an antique store that's going to be somewhere here. And number two, that we have to stop at it. And there's something there that I have to get. It literally makes no sense, you guys, okay? Like, first of all, why would there be an antique store just randomly in the country in Alabama on this road? It, like, what are the chances that there would be an antique store that would be on our route and that would be open and that it would have something for me? It it doesn't make any logical sense at all. The thing about the racetrack, okay, you could, you know, see how that could maybe, maybe make logical sense because the track wasn't great that night and you know my boyfriend wasn't feeling great about the way that he was racing um but this made no logical sense (laughs) like I am not the kind of person that goes to antique stores I couldn't possibly think of what could be there that I could need I didn't need anything in my house I didn't need any furniture nothing there's nothing that I needed so About an hour after I had this gut feeling. And by the way, I keep telling him this. I'm like, keep your eyes peeled for an antique store. I just know there's going to be one. We see a sign for an antique store. It's literally only two minutes of a delay. It's like you make a left at this one road and it's right there. And then to, to get back on our route, we just quickly turn back on the street. So it was like, this is it. I knew when I saw that sign, I was like, we're supposed to stop here. So we stop at the antique store. We get out. I just keep having this intuitive feeling that's like, yes, you're supposed to be here right now. And we walk up to the front door and I just knew. I I saw this statue of a dog 
that looks exactly, and I'm not even kidding, exactly like my dog Toby that passed away a year and a half ago. And he's buried in the backyard and we have a memorial for him. And this statue is kind of the missing piece of what needs to go on his little memorial. And I just felt so strongly in that moment that he was with me, that he had led me there, and that I was meant to get this little dog statue. And again, it makes no logical sense. How could I have possibly known that number one, there would be an antique store, number two, it would be on our route, and number three, there'd be something there for me? I, like I said, I'm not the kind of person that shops at antique stores. It makes no sense. And yet there was the perfect thing for me there. Not only the perfect thing, but really it was healing for me to purchase this little statue that looks just like my little dog, Toby. And by the way, if you guys are listening to this podcast for the first time, which I feel like a lot of you are, a big piece of my story is that I have, I used to have this dog named Toby. Um, I'm 28 now. I got him when I was 12 or yeah, 12. And he was my, um, my birthday gift when I was 12. And he moved with me to Nashville. I had him for 15 years until he died. He was basically my familiar, if you know what that is. It's like when somebody has an animal that's really, really close to them that just gets them and they're your best friend. And he was like my little piece of home when I moved to Nashville from Detroit. And when he died, it just, first of all, it was devastating to me because he's my little family member. But also, my whole life, I have had this intense fear of death. And when Toby died, we had the vet come to the house. Um, And at that point, he couldn't move. He couldn't eat. He couldn't walk. Like, he was just laying in my bed with me. And I looked into his eyes as he died. And I felt his presence fill the entire room. And I felt nothing but peace. And he helped me so much to heal my fear of death. He's just so important to me. This dog is so important to me. And we've been kind of building his memorial in the backyard for a while. And we plan to build a whole garden around him and call it Toby's Garden. And we have these beautiful white stones all around his grave. And my boyfriend Alex built this beautiful cross And we're kind of slowly building it. But this statue, it just feels like it's it's kind of completing the memorial. I don't know how to explain it. It just, it feels like it filled a piece of my heart that had, it it feels like it filled a little hole in my heart. and, And helped me to grieve a little bit more. So, I mean... You guys, I, I can't even make this stuff up. Like, it makes it makes literally no sense logically. That's the part that's just blowing my mind about this story. It makes no sense. How the heck would I know that there was an antique store there? <laughs> I mean, yeah, Google Maps, I could search it, but I didn't. We were just driving along and then, you know, there it was. In, in Alabama, just randomly um, in the country on our way home from this motorcycle race. 
So, I mean, this is God. This is the Holy Spirit, you know, um, for those of you that trigger that, that, that triggers, um, I just want to invite you to, to acknowledge that these words are interchangeable. The Holy Spirit, your intuition, God, universe, source, um, the divine, it's all really the same thing to me. Your intuition is the piece of you that is connected to universal intelligence, the piece of you that's connected to every other person in the world and the, the divine that created you. And so, of course, that piece of you is always going to be looking out for you and always going to be looking for ways to show you how divine you are and your connection to the divine. And I'm just so grateful that I have built this connection to my intuition to where I just trusted it so deeply and I just knew there's something for me at this antique store. And the peace and the comfort and the joy this little dog statue has brought me is insane. So I encourage you guys to just trust your intuition. When your intuition is telling you to go somewhere or do something, trust it. And if you need help understanding the difference between intuition and fear, I invite you to book a free call with me. I am currently offering, because my intuition told me to do this, I'm currently offering a few free intuitive healing sessions. They're 20-minute sessions, just you and me, and I will support you with whatever it is that you need. I have helped so many people to feel more connected to their intuition. I've helped people to communicate better. I have supported people in not being addicts any longer. I've helped an alcoholic to not be an alcoholic any longer by addressing the root cause. I've helped people to attract jobs that are more in alignment for them. I've helped people to connect to loved ones who have passed. I've helped people to show up more fully online. I've helped people to make more money in their businesses. I mean, crazy things happen when you really listen to your intuition and you connect to yourself and you focus on your healing. So that's what these 20-minute sessions are about. It's just for us to connect. There will be no pressure for you to buy anything further. Um, It's my entire mission to teach people how to connect to their intuition. So I'm never going to try to encourage you not to listen to yours. (laughs) So you don't have to worry about that. If this is resonating with you, I'd love to connect with you and support you and just have you be a part of this big mission that I have. So that link is in the show notes. And I hope that you guys enjoyed this story of me listening to my intuition. If you guys liked this episode, please send me an email or a message on Instagram and let me know. It really helps me to know what episodes you guys like. And also, if you can, please rate and review the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Vocal Empowerment Podcast, and I'll talk to you next week. Oh, and one more thing before I forget. If you guys like the intro and outro song that I use for this podcast, be sure to pre-save it. It's called No, and I'm finally releasing it. This song is all about empowerment and listening to your intuition and honoring yourself. So I hope that you guys will join me in pre-saving my song, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.